Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at RepcoService.com. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. We're going to change of pace here, Louis. A little bit of a change of pace. We're going to talk some golf. It is a hot topic right now because Phil Mickelson has made the change from the PGA. He's going to play in the Saudi Arabia-backed Rebel Golf League. And we've got Bob Harrig on the line. And it's time for our Mick Cafe coffee catch-up. And while some golfing fans might still have their jaws on the floor after Tiger Woods' remarkable Masters comeback, they might just leave them there if more high-profile PGA Tour players elect to take their talents to the Saudi-backed LIV Golf League. While the list of players' names is confidential, it's said that the top 15 of the top 100 in the world golf rankings have showed their intentions to join. That includes Phil Mickelson. Bob, Har- Bob Harrig is a long-time and world-class golf writer of Sports Illustrated. He's also the author of his new book, Tiger and Phil. So he's well-equipped on this topic. Morning, Bob. <laughs> hey, good morning, guys. Thank you. Yeah, I, it actually is a topic. It's right in my wheelhouse. So um, it's pretty amazing what's going on with Tiger and Phil still mm. at, this point in their, at this point in their careers. Now, how serious is, is Phil about this change? Is it, it's all done and dusted, what we're reading, but how serious is, is, he, is he right into it? He's going to go do it, and he's, he's fully committed. No, I don't think he is. Well, we don't know, frankly, if mm. he's fully committed. He, um, he, what he's done is he's asked for permission to play in the first event. Mm. And the Live Golf uh, Invitational Series, they, they had to pivot and, and switch directions after all of the um, negativity that came out a couple months ago, mostly surrounding Phil. I mean, they, they had a bunch of guys ready to sign on to play in their league. And all those guys backed off. And so now they really didn't have a league, and they mm. just decided to stage eight tournaments this year. You can play as many or as few as you want, but there's still the issue of if you're a PJ Tour member and you're going to play in a conflicting event, which is almost every week of the year, they almost have, they have an event. If you, you, know, you want to play... Uh, you know, in, in Australia, for example, uh, in, in, in the Australian summer, there's still probably a PJ Tour event being played in the States, and you have to ask for permission to do it. 
and the tour will typically grant you the, what's called a release to do this up to three times. But in this case, because this has been such a tempestuous situation, it's unclear if they're going to give these releases. And then, then the player has to make the decision as to whether or not they're going to defy it. And I don't know, face some sort of discipline, a fine, you know, could there be a suspension, that sort of thing. So all of that's up in the air. We, we don't really know. But the fact that Phil even expressed his intentions to go, I find interesting because that means he's not just going to crawl back to the PGA Tour and say, I'm, I'm all in with you guys. Hey, Bob, and if that's the case with Phil, who else is willing to turn their back that, that you know of up there? You know, mm. This is such a high-profile player. Is there other names that have been touted that are going to, going to leave the, um, the PGA? Yeah, there's other names that are being kicked around that might, uh, you know, they might play a few events. Um, some of the ones are, they're older players that, you know, they've, their, their careers are on the downside. I mean, somebody like Lee Westwood, somebody like Ian Poulter, those are names that have been mm. uh, kicked around. Graham McDowell, you know, those are European guys that play both tours. Uh, the European Tour and the and the PGA Tour. Um, there's been some rumblings about Sergio Garcia. Uh, there's been rumblings about a guy like Louis Oosthuizen, Kevin Na, who's who plays mm. on the U.S. Tour. Um, so, are they going to get the top names like, you know, Dustin Johnson and Bryson DeChambeau and Kepka and Rory McIlroy? Probably not. You know, I don't think they're even going to get them for, for, you know, one or two of these events. Uh, but I think there's going to be some names that we know that, that play in that first event outside of London in June. Uh, mate, with uh, Saudi Arabia, we know they've got a ton of money. So money's not a problem with them. Do they have a PGA reacting to this? Are they a little bit worried? Um, and will they have to dip, dip, dip into their pockets to offer more to the players and kind of make it more enticing for these players to stay in the league? Or do you feel like their product and what they're offering for the last year and the history they've got with it, that that'll be enough to keep these players? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, the money being offered by the, by the Live Golf League, backed by the Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund, as you, as you know, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's immense. I mean, and it's hard even for these guys to say no. I mean, for example, this week on the PGA Tour, uh, they're playing. They're actually playing in Mexico. They're playing a standard tour event, the the, uh, the Mexico Open. Uh, the purse is about seven point five million. The winner's going to get this, you know, seven point five million U.S. The winner's going to get about one point three. There's that's that's lucrative. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the, the there's a lot of money to be made on the PGA Tour. The problem is it has a cut after 72 holes. There's 144 players. So half the guys are going to go home with no, with nothing. Mm. Meanwhile, that first live golf event is going to have a $25 million purse, 20 of it to the individuals. Five of it is, is divvied up among the top teams. But 20 to the individuals, $4 million to the winner, 120000 the last place. There is no cut. Everybody gets paid. I mean, so, and, and only 48 players. So, you know, you don't even have to win to make a lot of money. And, and wow. that's why it's enticing. And, and the, the issue in pro golf is, is typically that the name players, the fills of the world, the Rory's, Tiger, 
you know, they bring a lot more value to mm. the game than what they are compensated for in terms of prize money, frankly. Even though they make a lot of money, if you look at other sports, you know, um, you know, for you guys, probably football, you know, rugby, sports like mm. that, I'm guessing there's guaranteed pay. You know, if you follow the NBA, there's a guy named Steph Curry, uh, you know, a very well-known basketball player who makes $53 million a year. Mm. Now, he makes that whether he plays one game or 82. Wow. You know, whereas in golf, if you don't play, you don't get paid. And I think there's some thought that the name guys are not getting their money's worth because they're the ones who bring the, the, the TV revenue, mm. the, the, the sponsorship revenue, the ticket sales, the corporate sales. And yet when they start off on a Thursday, they're getting they're they're at zero, just like everybody else. So you spoke about the Saudi Arabia's first event, twenty five million. Is that just setting a precedent? So they just send the mark and saying this is what we're offering for a first event. Is it sustainable for them to be able to keep that up? And can I can only see it going higher. So man, they've got a lot of money, these guys. You know, um, they're paying. They're paying that for seven events, and wow. the eighth event is a team event with fifty million. So the winning team, four man teams, will get sixteen million, four million apiece. Let's put a team in. So this <laughs> this whole this whole thing is is two hundred and twenty five million dollars for eight events. Now, can they sustain it? The mm. the 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 public investment fund, the Saudi fund, according to various reports, is worth. $500 billion. Okay. So $225 million. Now let's say, let's say it costs them four times that to run the league. Uh, you know, include, you know, salaries, you know, infrastructure, what, whatever they have to do, appearance mm. fees. I don't think it would cost them four times that, but let's say it does. That's roughly a billion dollars. Mm. Can they afford a billion dollars a year for the next 10 years? If they lost every penny of it, that's ten billion dollars. And if the if the PIF didn't make a dime through any other avenue and just stayed equal, instead of having you know five hundred billion, what they'd have four hundred and ninety billion. I mean, the the question, <laughs> you know, the, the 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 thing is, they have the the wherewithal to withstand massive mm-hmm. losses if they're willing to do that. And in these in these places where they're looking to change their image or they're determined to pull something off. I don't think they care about losing that kind of money. Wow. So, and you know, I, and, and yet I, I'm guessing they feel that they will make money at some point, mm. probably not this year, or next year, but you know, they'll sell tickets. They'll sell a TV deal of some sort. They'll sell corporate hospitality and they'll make some of that money back. Yeah, I want some of that. I'm just I'm flabbergasted <laughs> at the amount of money that you're talking about. Five hundred billion dollars. Of course, that answers the question whether the PGA can keep up. They obviously can't. Just talking about Phil Mickelson. How's his approval rating at the moment? You know, does he still have the fans out there? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, we haven't seen him since the beginning of February. The last time he played was on February sixth, at coincidentally enough, the Saudi International Tournament. Mm. Which is which is an Asian tour event, which the PIF also backs, and you know Phil. Uh, after that is when the, these comments started to come out, and 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 he took a major hit with his endorsers. I think there's the hardcore Phil fans who mm. are still there, and they still wonder, 
you know, why is such a big deal been made of this? I, I kind of go along with that to a point. I mean, you know, look, he made a mistake. He made some mistakes. He said some things that were probably not, not the things to say, but their words, I mean, he, he's got a 30 year track record mm. of, um, you know, of a, of a pretty solid citizen who, who was great for the game of golf. You know, he's a hall of famer. He just won his sixth major last year uh, at the PGA championship to become the oldest major champion. There's been a lot of good in his mm. career and I'm a little surprised that it has gotten to this point, you know, where he didn't play in the Masters. He's gone underground. We don't even know if he'll defend his title at the PGA next month. Mm. That'll be interesting to see what eventuates from that. Uh, if he makes this decision to go play in the Saudi League, whether he will, that'll be history-making, really. The first time no one's – I don't know the, the history behind it, but surely it'll be the first time no one's gone back and defended – the title, mate. Tell us about your book, Tiger and Phil. It's in uh, it's on the online on the Amazon online store, mate. Tell us a bit about your book and what you've created, and uh, you obviously know Phil really well. Yeah, you know, I've kind of been there for their entire careers. Mm. I've I've been fortunate enough to cover all twenty one of their major wins: fifteen for Tiger, six for Phil. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't see Tiger coming back at the Masters last month. Uh, given you know his situation with his right leg uh, but it's just sort of a deep dive into how their careers have intersected really for 30 years mm. I mean you know Phil was Tiger before Tiger he was a great player as a as a kid as a junior as an amateur he he played college golf in the states and won what what's considered the top collegiate title three of the four years it's very very hard to do uh, he, but he also won a PGA Tour event while he was in college. He's the last amateur to win on the PGA Tour. He did that in 1991. And at that time, Tiger would have been in high school. And Tiger was starting to make a name for himself at that point. Uh, and then Tiger, Tiger had a great amateur career. He won three straight U.S. amateurs, which not even Bobby Jones did. And so when they got out on tour, Phil had a big, bit of a head start. But Tiger you know, kind of caught up and zoomed by him won a bunch of majors and their, their relationship was a bit tense at times. They, you know, they, they were not friendly. They were not friends. Um, and, you know, Tiger certainly saw Phil as a, as a potential threat. Uh, they, there was a Ryder cup where they were teammates and that didn't go over very well. Um, and, you know, they each won majors at the other's expense, uh, you know, all the way through. And then, you know, they, they, their relationship mellowed a little bit several years ago you know, perspective. They were older. Tiger had dealt with so many injuries. I mean, a lot of the stuff between them was probably kind of petty. And I highlight a bunch of those stories. And, uh, you know, they, they, they came to they came to respect each other a lot more. Uh, but now, you know, even just now lately with this whole thing with Phil, it'd be interesting to know where they where they stand mm. because Tiger's on the PJ Tour side. Yeah. And Phil, you know, kind of went down this other path and I'm not sure Tiger's extending any olive branches to fill at the moment. So it's, um, it's a, uh, it's a, it's amazing to me. You know, I kind of finished up the book last things I could put in it were at the end of the year and I could write another chapter or two right now. There's been so much that's going on here in the last couple months. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, that's out on Amazon. If you want to have a read of his new book, Bob Herrick, Tiger and Phil. It'll be a fascinating read. Mate, quickly, just 
30 seconds. Can Tiger win again at the Open, St. Andrews? I think he can win again. I just fear that the Open at St. Andrews is too soon to ask that. Okay. I would never say never because I didn't think he was playing the Masters and he <laughs> played the Masters. And every time we doubt him, you know, he proves us wrong. You know, you do, you do this at your own peril. So I'm sort of taking a chance when I say I don't – I think it's too soon. Yep. But if there's ever a golf course for him, mm. absolutely. You know, and he is so determined that it's possible yep. that he can uh, that he could do it. I, you know, and I don't think we should be shocked if it if something like that happened. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's won there twice, and as he stated, that's his favorite course to play, and it's a lot flatter than Augusta, so his body might be able to handle the course situation. Mate, appreciate you coming on the show, Bob Herrig, and sharing your insights on Phil and the Saudi Arabia-backed Rebel League of golf, and also some stories on Tiger. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks a lot for having me, guys. Have a great day. That was our McCafe Coffee Catch-Up. Try the delicious new McCafe Coffee blend today while listening to our Catch-Up at SCNZ Online or on Facebook. What a champion, mate. He knows a lot. When Kimpy's, the, when, when Kimpy's the jaw is still on the ground. Mate, when the grandkids finally come around, I'm buying them a set of golf clubs. Mm. 100%. They're going to play in Saudi Arabia. What about that? $25 million. $225 million. And so this is where... PJ's got to be worried. Great question. Great question. Does the history and the reputation of the PGA Tour, mm. the status and the stature, can that be enough to keep these players? I say yes, because you can only be so filthy rich, and I know everyone wants more. <laughs> But I still think that what Scotty Scheffler did, putting on that green jacket and being adored by golf fans, the people that you've growing up, grown up idolising, I still think that must be worth more than the monetary value of the Saudi back league. I think so, uh, uh, for sure. But what I think we're going to see, and we see it with rugby at the moment, with the Japanese league, mm. the English league, we're going to lose that middle tier. You know, the, tier, the guys that yeah. just aren't quite there, yeah. but they've got the talent, they've got the yeah. skill to really perform. But just not quite there. I think we're going to lose that in the golfing sense, PGA. We're going to lose a lot of the middle tier. Foxy, go Nars. fill your boots. And I, th- and, I sure. think the, and I think the players too, like the, the Lee Westwoods, the Phil Mickelsons that are on the outer too. Mm. I think you're going to lose not just that older middle ones. tier, but the older ones. And then the last question is morality. Do you want to be involved in this? Mm. And that is something that, you know, it's an individual. It's a question for an individual and how much research you want to do and how much you want to support a Saudi-backed league, and that's something that's personal, and that'll be the other, the third thing that you watch, and it'll be interesting to see which sort of stances players take. 22 away from eight <laughs> here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day back with Paulie Mwadi, the party, after this. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book on Line at repcoservice.com.